Hello, good morning. It's day two of the masterclass slash challenge, whatever you want to call it. It's a 14-day experiment. Remember that. You're doing this for 14 days, fully honest experiment, like a scientist. So you're not going to be judging yourself. You're not going to be um, battling yourself. You are going to track everything just for the two weeks, and we're going to see what happens, right? Remember that. It's a game. It's an experiment. Now, today I want to talk a bit about some myths, but myth-busting and FAQs and stuff like that. Now, you will have access to a Q&A with Dr. Paul Rimmer, PhD, one of the best in the game. So you can listen to that where he has answered a lot of frequently asked questions. So go for a walk. It's about one hour long. It's a great walk. But on today's podcast, look, it's day two. You're still going to have many questions. You're still going to be have. You still have beliefs you've brought in from previous diets and previous things that are going to impact your thinking. You might think, "Oh, my calories are too high." Put it to the test. Let's see if it's too high. Track your macros, hit your calories, do your steps, and see what happens. The app will automatically reduce your calories if it's too high, and if it's too low when you're losing weight too fast, it might increase your calories. So, no matter what, the app will make adjustments for you. That's the magic of our app versus my fitness pal right so put the trust in that but also remember that if your allowance is high and your calorie goal is like 2000 2005 2006 and you think that can't be a deficit you know where is that belief coming from because the chances are like our predictions our our initial numbers are pretty accurate right so when we when we put when we work out your maintenance and then we minus 500 calories put you in a deficit it's pretty much it's pretty much always right what would have happened in the past is you think you would have eaten 2600 calories or less but you if you've been gaining weight for the last few months or years you've been eating more that's just a fact like you have to be in a deficit to lose fat and if you haven't been losing fat you haven't been in a deficit so what you think you've been consuming is probably wrong and that's not the having a go at you we all do it the secret eater program we all nibble here and there you know the food right there's calories on food labels now if you look at calories from a five guys large chips 1500 calories nando's large chips 1150 calories most main meals breakfasts included brunches range between 700 to 1400 calories that's not including any drinks we have it's not including snacks and weekends can be very very heavy right so you have to empty the mind here right you have to empty the mind of what you think you know right there's a quote that about like um oh what is it i've lost it <laughs> I've lost the quote live on podcast. Um, You can't... Oh, here we go. Guys, I've got it. It's popped into my head. You can't learn what you think you already know. How's about that one? You can't learn what you think you already know. And there's a massive truth to that. So if you think you were in a deficit before and 2,600 was wrong, then how are you going to prove yourself if it's right or wrong? A scientist doesn't go into an experiment thinking he knows the right answer and won't budge on it. He will go in thinking could be wrong could be right let's see what the experiment says and that's exactly what we're doing this 14 days so please empty the mind give it a chance and likewise for people who think your calories are low 1400 calories a day or whatever remember if you look at your stats you're likely very short five foot five foot one five foot two five foot three very light you know your steps might be lower and your energy expenditure is going to be lower than someone heavier one of the main things that plays into energy expenditure is weight is mass you know when they look at male and female differences in energy energy expenditure it's not so much the differences in being male and female hormonally it is simply a matter of mass it's mainly that men are heavier than women so will burn more calories so if you are heavier if you're on the overweight to a b side you will be burning more calories moving because you've got a little more weight to move right 
And another factor behind our maintenance, so making sure we can create this energy deficit, is that we want to make sure our physical activities are high. I'm not saying workouts, I'm saying steps. If your steps are relatively high and you can maintain it, you are going to be burning more calories per day. It's not going to be overloading the system with taxing workouts. And you're going to make it easier to maintain that deficit or increase that deficit and in the future maintain the fat loss, right? So remember that about tracking, about your beliefs. You have to empty the mind, okay? You have to do it. And the thing with tracking is, and this is where my fitness pal goes wrong in many instances. One of the reasons it goes wrong is it tells you to eat back your calories, right? So eating back your calories is a terrible idea because our calculations put everything together, your overall activity levels, everything, and it's given you a number. So you just hit that. No matter if you've done one workout today or you've done two workouts tomorrow, you hit that number. The reason we don't try and eat back calories exactly is because there's something called energy compensation. So for every 100 calories you burn doing a workout, only 72 calories net is added as a calorie burn that day. The body will reduce energy output for the rest of the day if you've done a workout the second thing is that trackers such as fitbits and apple watches there's a, been research on these that shows that they can be off in accuracy between 20 to 91 percent so they can't be accurate but they can show trends so not only do we have energy compensation but we have tracking inaccuracies so we can't take these numbers seriously so that's why we have a look at a total picture step count job all that stuff so if as long as you hit your calorie targets on average over the week you don't have to hit your calorie target every day today you can go lower today you can tomorrow you can go higher as long as the average at the end of the week is around the target you will succeed in this plan it's a very flexible approach we'll talk about the auto adjuster and the macro planner next week but for this week just trying to get your number you can go higher and lower that's fine and i want to come cover as well tracking beliefs if you think you've been tracking honestly before we need to question it right so there's studies done on we underestimate the calories we eat per day by up to a thousand right so you know clearly we're terrible at this um food now foods have got more calorie information and eating out has got calorie information it's still very very hard to estimate and we shouldn't be put off by estimating because some people black and white thinkers perfection only i will only do it if i know exactly what's going on 100 percent right and the thing is with that approach is it doesn't take into consideration real life and that's why we got the guest track button in on the food screen so when you go and add a food and um i think just above adding the food to your diary there's a guest track question did you guest track this food the reason we ask that is because a lot of the food we eat on weekends and stuff are going to be guests so if you can't find the exact food in the app for like a pastry or a cheese and um ham and cheese sandwich or whatever it is but then find the nearest one in the app ham and cheese sandwich and then say it's guest tracked it's the same food but i don't know exactly the weight and all that but i'm guest tracking it and we do this because we want the app to know all the data as long as the app knows that this is guest tracked it can work its magic and try and see a window of like inaccuracy looking at data from other studies and it will help you make changes at the end of the week so we don't need perfect data all the time we need good data, we need data, we need the data that is guest track, we need the label is that, and app will do the rest of the work for you, okay? And that's why our app is superior in a sense, and we've got a verified food database, My Fitness Pal is mainly user-generated, and they don't check it, so all that stuff as well. So it's important when we look at the overall picture of tracking 
and we have a look at it and we look at it as an experiment as scientists objective non-judgmental once we can do that we can move forward because if we're bringing our subjective biases if we're bringing emotion into the numbers if we're bringing past beliefs diet culture beliefs all the stuff we've been conditioned to think into this we're not going to learn we won't learn at all you can't learn from your past limited view because that's what's happened you we've all been conditioned to believe in certain diets about a low carb high fat paleo keto all this stuff intermittent fasting and these beliefs are there in the back of our mind so we have to notice them but let go right so that's the main thing but all i want you to do today is focus on today it's the one day at a time philosophy that matters. If you're looking at this thing, oh, 14 days, I can't do this for 14 days. You're already looking at the things that don't matter. Only the today matters. Only the today you can act. So if you haven't tracked already today, you track right now. If you haven't weighed yourself in the morning, make sure you weigh yourself in the morning after you wake up, after you go to the toilet straight away. Get that daily weigh in. And even if you might say, I don't want to weigh myself daily because I'll get obsessed or it's bad for me, right? Where's that belief coming from? Because daily weigh-ins, if we look at it as just data, it doesn't impact us. But what we do with daily weigh-ins, or weigh-ins in themselves, we big them up. One weigh-in a week is the, oh my God, holy grail. And if we have a bad weigh-in once a week, every, the week is pointless. It's a terrible view of things. Your weight will go up and down every single day. And that's why we take a weekly average, because it's way better to look at a weekly average to iron out the, the high and the low weight, and look at the true average, and then we compare averages over time. Right, I could go and have a high salt meal tonight i could have a pizza i could fit into my macros perfectly but if it's a meal high salt higher in carb and then tomorrow i can wake up three pounds heavier but it's not fat i'd have to eat 15 to 20 big macs in one day to gain one pound of fat what i've done there is i've eaten a higher salt meal more salt more carb and i put water weight, water weight on and that water weight will drop off over the week as long as you see the number right the daily weigh-in and just we can ignore it a lot of people do is they have smart skills and they'll sync to the app so you don't actually have to look at the number yourself. Change the number from the weight you know. So if you weigh in stones, change it to pounds because you know you don't even know where pounds is compared to stones off the top of your head. So you should just weigh yourself in pounds, which makes the number kind of like abstract. Put that on the app so you don't really know if that's good or bad, which is great. And that works. A lot of people do that. Um, and those are the two methods people typically use. Or you can start just looking at the number and observing your thoughts when you see the number and observe what happens and how fast it is that you judge yourself based on a number. And that number is given a good or bad label based off past experiences, society's values, what people think is size 12, size 10, size 14, the weight you were before, the weight you were when you were 16, the weight you were when you were 12. All that stuff is conditioned and will pop into your mind automatically, but you can see it and discard it without taking it seriously or judging yourself on it. So we shouldn't throw away data because the past have tainted it, basically. But if you are struggling and you don't want to do it yourself, it's fine. I'm not forcing anyone to do it. But what I'm saying is, let's be scientists for 14 days. Scientist mindset. Collect, collect, collect. The app will analyze. We will chat about data. After two weeks, we look back and we go, wow, what we learned a lot in that two-week experiment. More than I ever thought possible. And that's what people's feedback always is. The feedback at the end of these challenges, masterclass, is never, oh my God, I've lost loads and loads and loads of weight and that's all I matter. It goes, do you know what? I've lost weight, but I've improved my relationship with food. I've, I've understand data better. I'm happier. I'm more chilled. My, my partner says, I'm, I'm a happier person. My, I'm rubbing off on my kids who are now looking to eat healthier and walk more and take more steps. All that stuff, all the good stuff. 
Fat loss is a small part of this process. It's not the main thing. Fat loss is never the main thing with turtle. Fat loss is the byproduct of a healthy lifestyle, and so is happiness. So if you remember that, remember that, then happy days. So today, the task: simply track your breakfast, okay? Track your lunch, and make sure to check the copy meal video. So if you want to copy the breakfast from yesterday to today, if you're having the same breakfast, this can save a lot of time. You can copy meals over from past days, save time repeating, putting stuff in. So there's a video on every daily task to watch and complete. So make sure you do that. And uh, yeah, have a good day, live one day at a time, and I will speak to you tomorrow.